Hi. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about, do we believe in the one? Do we think that there is actually one specific person out there that is our soulmate or that is destined for us? It's a very interesting topic because I feel like everyone has such different thoughts and opinions on this. Yeah, I feel like at points in life, people ask you or you come across like a movie or the people on TV or the question like, do you believe you were created for each other? Do you believe in the one? And so I think it's just such an interesting topic to dive into. And I'm interested to see your thoughts. Yeah, we haven't previously. I mean, I feel like throughout our relationship, we've probably kind of had the conversation, but we haven't prior to this episode discussed on it so relationships are funny because i feel like when you're together long enough you probably just recycle the same conversations without knowing it like every five years you start the conversations back over because you just forget you've talked about it or whatever yeah especially me i feel like my memory (laughs) is i kind of sometimes compare myself to dory on finding nemo because the memory is, it's scary. George will literally be driving down the road and I'll like say something like, oh, look, I didn't know this was here. So then Jordan's like, yeah, we had a conversation about that last week. And I'm like, no, there's no way I would have, I would remember. You have a lot more substance and you're not as airheaded as Dory for sure. But the memory loss the, part. It's a short term. It's like the shallow things. It's like, oh, I love that billboard it's so cute and I was like yeah well, you said that last week or something like that and I, I guess I just don't like those things I guess I don't give a lot of thought and they nah. just come to my head they come out of my mouth and then they leave and so you spend your time in in the deeper part of emotional thought True. whatever part of the brain that is that's where your mind just operates the medulla oblongata I don't know <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> medulla oblongata <laughs> so from my perspective I think that I would lean towards saying that I do believe in the one. It's interesting because I wonder if someone believing that versus not has anything to do with spirituality in a sense. I almost feel like maybe if you're a more spiritual person, then you believe that there was one person out there that was like created for you kind of. And then if you're not, it's just the math doesn't math kind of in a sense it's like there's seven plus billion people in the world because i feel like spirituality in a sense our version of it and what we believe it takes a lot of faith and not everything makes sense and some things are beyond our understanding or our like realm of comprehension for the human brain so it's like therefore you can make the great leap of Yes, there's billions or trillions or however many people in the world. And this one person that is meant for me happened to be in my hometown or I ran into them or, you know, like it makes the miracle kind of make more sense as opposed maybe to someone who isn't spiritual and they're like, that just doesn't make sense. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I completely get what you're saying. And, and it makes sense to me. 
I would almost argue that the leap isn't that great, though. Um, you're talking about like a leap of faith to believe that out of all these billions of people that me and you, because we were born within an hour apart from each other like geographically. Right. And so if I believe in a creator or a designer of the world, that the world's not some random place, that Earth was not just randomly put here and people weren't randomly set on here for no reason whatsoever just because of the way the cards lined up or the way nature lined up and nature intended it. If I do believe in a designer and a creator, it would almost make it very easy for me to believe that he would place people in each other's lives or near each other or in each other's paths to meet. And so that the one would almost be kind of, uh, when I take the path of believing in a creator and a designer, it almost makes sense that he would then put the people that you're supposed to be with that he intended he designed together. No, I mean, I completely agree with what you're saying, but I think that's why it's interesting to me to see if there would be any correlation between some spirit, spiritual individuals and their take on if they believe there's the one out there, you know, for them versus people who maybe aren't as spiritual and what their take on that is. I do feel like we've had conversations with friends kind of about this topic and people even maybe who have been spiritual say that they don't believe that. They're like, that just, I just don't think that. I just don't believe it. And maybe they haven't experienced a relationship where they feel so incredibly connected to someone that they're like, wow, this is my person. Like, there's no way this person wasn't made for me or created for me or where we just fit so well. And maybe if you've never experienced that or found that person, then that makes it a little more far-fetched of an idea or trickier to believe maybe. Yeah, I think it also comes kind of back to, uh, and I feel like we always end up here somehow, but it comes back to like, emotional versus logical like you're a very emotional being and so it's easy for you to be like I've never felt this way about anyone this is so special and this feeling of love and connection and uh longing this this has to be because me and you were designed for each other we are each other's soulmates there's no one else out there that we could have this deep of a connection with versus someone who sees it logically they would say we have qualities that uh, what's that word? Mesh. Yeah, but they benefit each other. Oh, um, like the plants. It's like a term <laughs> for plants. Like when the cow, mutual, like when the bird like who who feeds off the cow. And yes, the cow that, yes. Uh, what's that called? Shoot. But there's parasitic. That was when one harms the other. Yes. Is, is symbiotic? That? Okay. Is it's that sim- it? Maybe I was thinking like some like homeostasis. <laughs> like okay, no symbiotic. Right symbiotic there. relationship. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> Our listeners. Someone will correct us. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that wasn't even the term I was looking for. You have qualities that uh mutually beneficial. Yes, but there's a word uh complement. Okay. Yeah. You have qualities that complement each other. Like yes. someone logically would look at it and say, "Oh, you ju- you two just have these qualities that paired up and." There is somebody out there with those similar qualities who you would pair up with the same. But kind of what you're saying along the spirituality side of it and 
a little bit of a deeper, uh, less tangible side of it is kind of energies too. Like, yes, let's say there's another Kemper out there in this world with the same qualities, I guess, similar style and style of life and whatever, but I could not connect with her because there's a deeper level of uh, energies or design or creation or patterns or whatever you may call it that didn't allow for that kind of connection. Of course, I probably never met her. Of course, she probably lives in like South Dakota. And so our paths never cross. So you don't have to like go down that, that trail. It's just like, does that make sense or no? No, that definitely makes sense. I know that I am a very emotional being. And so sometimes I could have a hard time seeing a logical point of something when my emotions are extremely involved, which I've tried to work on because I do value being an emotional being and it makes me who I am. But I also value being able to see something from a logical perspective in a sense. So it definitely makes sense that because I am an emotional being, I, and I feel such strong emotions towards you and our relationship that it's easy for me to say because of how well we complement each other, that it's hard for me to believe that there's anyone else in the world that would compliment me and pair with me in the same way. I think also, too, just looking at my past relationships and knowing that there's no comparison there. And I think kind of me being like a emotionally deep and in tune being, I can also just look at other people in general, whether it's our guy friends or just different male beings out there and go like, Ooh, like I couldn't do that. Or like that does not fit with me or. So you're saying you picture yourself dating our guy friends. (laughs) No, (laughs) there's no no right answer there. (laughs) I think a lot of times It's interesting because I analyze people and just everything so deeply. On a relational level. On a relational level. And even, you know, if our girlfriend, their partners, like my girlfriends, are having issues or problems with this person and they talk to me about it, my nature is to automatically empathize and put myself in their shoes. And how would this make me feel? How would... I react in this situation and try to just as much as I can, like put myself in their shoes to see it from their perspective. So I think in doing that, I naturally look at how I would feel dating this person or how I would feel in in that position. And so I think that's why a lot of times I can go, you know, like, oh, like I couldn't do that or like those qualities do not fit with my personality or my qualities and for sure yeah I think I just do that a lot even with like friendships I can meet people or come into contact with people and just I analyze I just like really analyze people and how they do things and why they do things the way they do and all of those things and so I think that has given me a certain insight with an almost experience with people, even if I haven't dated them, to just see the different types of people that are out there. And no one has come close to 
even being able to compare like who you are to me. And I'm not even talking about who you are to me after 10 years of us being together. Go back to the very beginning and just who we were to each other and who you were to me in those times. And there's still just been no one that's ever come close to that. So I think just examples over and over again or proof over and over again makes me go, okay, like this is just continuing to give me more evidence that it's so unlikely that there is someone out there that would fit me as well as you do. Yeah. I like that. I like all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, a couple of things I'd say to that. The first thing was, I was joking about you dating my friends. Right. I think it's natural. Like, attraction is a natural thing. When you are at a coffee shop, and and this is me talking about you, and I guess I could talk about me, but a guy walks in, five guys walk in, whatever, separately, individually. You have guy, number one comes in, then five minutes later, number two, and you have five guys. I think it's natural to... Five Guys Burger and Fries? Yes. I thought so. Yeah. No, that's where you're at. You're not at a coffee shop. You're at Five Guys Burgers and Fries. And Five Guys Walk In. Yes. Five minutes apart. Wow. And so I think it's natural to say, to like see which one you're attracted to. Not that you're looking at them like, are they attractive? Every guy you see, you're not thinking, oh, are they attractive? That's what I'm trying to say. It's not a conscious thing to attraction is not conscious. It's it's just a natural process of being a human and being attracted to people. And it doesn't have to be lustfully or sexually or whatever, just attracted to who they are, their vibes, their energy, their qualities, their style, their hair, their it, it can be a number of things that that's not this kind of not like you're cheating on me or something. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. We have conversations with each other all the time if a girl walks in or something that I think is pretty I'll be like oh I think she's pretty like and you'll look and say or vice versa or I'll see a guy and I'm like oh he's kind of cute like and you'll be like yeah like you know yeah and that I would say that's more just because you're open and honest like not because we actually sit there and try to see if people are attractive or no not. totally it's just your eyes are gonna see people around you and we just instead of sitting on those thoughts in our brain we just vocalize them and be like open and communicative kind of about it and just talk about it yeah i would say that happens in couples that more so probably happens internally you just see somebody and you think oh they're attractive and then you don't necessarily tell your partner because there's really no reason other than just being open and you like to talk about everything that comes to your mind no totally it's not that there's anything wrong with if you didn't say anything but yes i think we're just so open with each other and we enjoy conversation about anything and everything and analyzing different personalities or looks or oh they have nice hair like we just enjoy like the conversation so that's why we do that for sure and I was saying that and giving that whole example just to say like I do think it's natural to see if you would pair with others like oh I could see myself not not actually see myself like be marrying someone and having kids and a family. And that's not what I mean when I say that, but just like, are you attracted to who someone is and their personality? Just even as a friendship, you can be attracted on a friendship level. Like, Oh, that this person attracts my 
uh, I guess, relationship radars are going off. Like, I would, uh, the this person would be a good friend to me. I seek friendship in this individual. And so I think through doing that, we can then say, well, there's no one I would rather be with than Kemper because I've come across hundreds of women since we've been married. Yes, I don't know them to the extent I know Kemper, but just thinking through like, well, do, would that person even work on a relational level with me? Like even friendships or whatever. And then, of course, yes, you could get with them and it would be different because you're on more of an intimate marriage relationship and you get to know each other super deep. And so you kind of dig into different levels of this person. And then you could then you would be able to decide, oh, well, is Kemper the one or is this other person the one? But I mean, we don't get to do that with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think we have boundaries and and guards in our brain that wouldn't allow us to get to that point by any means. And it's not something that that's what we're in search of when we're when we're thinking about it. It's it's as surface basically as looking to see if someone's attractive. Like whenever, like we analyze someone's personality, it's the same level as analyzing their looks or. Or different things like that. And it doesn't even always happen consciously. Like I said, it could be we're all hanging out and this guy does a certain thing that I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Or, or you know, just different things. You get to know someone's personality type and you get to know how they function, how they live, how they operate and things like that. And it's just, it's just always interesting to be like, oh, like I could never date somebody like that. Or it's like, oh, they're cool. Like, like I said, there's it's not something we super hyper analyze. There's not been a time where we've had someone where I've been like, Oh, I could, I want to be with this person or I will can see myself with this person. It doesn't, it's not like that. I think if, if that ever, they're like, Oh, they're cool. And they're whatever it's, it's, I want to be friends with them. Or like we could be friends with them or they'll be cool that we have as friends. It's not this sense of, you know what I'm saying? It's just all like yeah. just surface analyzing in a sense, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And I was just trying to give us like almost logical evidence as to why we could say that, yes, we believe in the one and we believe that we married the one and and we believe we're soulmates. But there there really is no logical evidence because I was just saying like we could say, yes, we're the ones because we've seen other women and other men throughout our relationships and we don't believe that they could be the ones so out of the 1000 human study we've done it shows that you were meant for me and I was meant for you just because we've said no we couldn't be with these other girls or guys but that's not necessarily the case because you we didn't give them a fair advantage no I think that's a hundred percent accurate but like I said, uh, I mean, you, you there's so many other factors, too, that you can take into this situation, like the way that you made me, uh, it made me feel when I first saw you <laughs> and those feelings that I got. And I have never, ever, 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 ever felt that way when I've seen any other man or human being or whatever. I've never had those feelings. And just the connection we had from talking or hanging out once and I mean there's other things like that that go into it so yes I get to say we haven't given people a fair chance in our marriage like while we've been married because 
you are in a certain place. So you're not going to be able to be emotionally probably available in in that way, I guess. But I definitely do believe you were created for me and we're soulmates. And maybe that makes me or us hopeless romantics. And that's crazy for other people. But, you know. I mean, if you met me, you'd understand. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If you saw this stash sitting right in front of me, Uh, you'd understand. With my bed head. (laughs) I like your bed head. Remember like growing up, do you you remember there was like a a gel or something called bed head? Oh no, there's a brand called bed head. It's still very popular, I feel like. I feel like it was, well, in the 2000s, I was, I, I feel like all my friends were like, You'd ask like, what do you use to spike your hair up? And what do you like, use to get that gnarly spike? Everybody's like, dude, bedhead from Walmart. <laughs> from Walmart. <laughs> um, I guess we could take a quick dive, a short, quick dive into like, if you do believe in the one and in, in soulmates, does that mean that you couldn't have made it work with anybody else? No, we've actually had this conversation yeah. like before, but... I definitely think you could 100% make it work. Do I believe that you're going to be as happy or as fulfilled or as whole or complete feeling or all of these things? Or that it's the most natural. Yes. Like it just happens naturally. Yes. I don't believe that obviously all of those things would be the case, but... Do I think you could just make it work with someone? Totally. I feel like with the right mindset and putting in work and, you know, different things like that, you can definitely make it work. But I think that's my thing in our relationship is I cannot imagine being more fulfilled in it. Even the hard times have been easy in a sense because we've both been just so willing to work and grow together and even those hard times have have not felt as hard as they could have. Like, you know what I'm saying? For so, sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely think you can make it work, but do I think it's anywhere close to the same as if you're with your person? No. Yeah. What do you I, think? No, I would definitely agree with that, and I think you you said it well. Could you or I have made it work with another guy or another girl? Yes. I think if you take two individuals – Almost no matter their personality type or whatever background and you put them together and you give them the relationship advice and the keys to unlock how a healthy relationship is supposed to work and be managed and operate, then I feel like two, any two individuals can have a successful marriage which then I guess we could look at how do you define a successful marriage or a successful relationship but I think that's kind of what we try to do on our podcast is define what successful relationships look like how they operate what works for us kind of what we do but I think you could two individuals which would then kind of argue against do you believe there is a the one for each other but like you said it wouldn't happen as naturally it wouldn't be just as as fulfilling you would still be happy in life you could still uh 
love your wife to the fullest extent, but would it happen as naturally? And would it, like you said, be as fulfilling and make the most sense? And like just everything lines up and everything is happening in the right timing and the right pace and the right uh, environment or whatever. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. And it's, I feel like too, it, somebody could maybe be thinking, well, am, am I with my soulmate? Am I with my one? I don't, you know, I don't know. And I kind of feel like, like, is that the person I ended up with? And that's definitely something I wouldn't have an answer to. Why do some people end up with their one maybe and like if someone does believe in us in a soulmate right. or the one and they're and they're like I mean they feel I don't, like they didn't end up with them yeah and so that kind of starts getting weird and tricky but I feel like you know when you when you are and when you've like found the one there's not a question like there has never at one point in our relationship been a question if you're the one or if you're my soulmate or anything it's never been it's the thing I've had the least doubt in in my life. So it is interesting for people who do believe in that maybe, but they're thinking, I mean, I don't know. You know, I feel like if you feel that sense of, I don't know, then maybe it's, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, who knows? And if you're, if you're dating, there's still time to conversate about that and figure it out. And I guess get out. If you're married, you have made a covenant that you would be together until death do you part, which so that's a little more difficult. Um, but like we said, I feel like you could be happy. You could still have a very fulfilling life. You could still create a family and be satisfied, you know, for sure. And then it's also like, does someone just <laughs> they're like dating and they're looking for that and they just keep waiting around for years until they you know they're like dating someone and they're like I mean I really like this person and but like I, I don't know like I'm not sure if whatever and it's it's just it's a weird so it's not it's not this sense of I think that you have to have this euphoric experience that we kind of had and feel these deep things in order to have found the person that maybe you're supposed to be with or that fits you or suits you or or anything like that, but yeah, it's just an interesting topic that everybody just kind of has different thoughts on. So that's just kind of where we're coming from and our experience with it, I guess. No, that's a good point. I, th you could then ask the question, well, if I am with my soulmate, like, will it should it look like the Hollywood movies? Like, should it be this? romantic like dancing in the rain like doing these wild acts of love and there should be passion and uh intimate weird sex and weird sex <laughs> <laughs> like weird in the best way you know what i'm saying right but like could you be with your soulmate and it not be portrayed as hollywood portrays it there's just a ton of loyalty and there's a ton of dedication and there is a ton of love there and you are doing a ton of actions for each other but two people just don't elicit the same passion and energy as some a couple who's set on fire you know maybe just because of your background or because of your personal qualities or what you're comfortable with in romantic situations like maybe you're not necessarily not 
qualified to for that passion or maybe the passion just looks different instead of it being super energetic and loud and proud and whatever it's just more towards the quiet intimate like deep connection side of it totally I think that for the longest time Hollywood kind of painted this unrealistic picture of relationships and what the perfect ideal whatever relationship looks like almost like the modeling industry this one standard of tall skinny like you know like whatever for the longest time it's just like this one standard of beauty or the standard of a relationship that I feel like through the years has gotten expanded to different sizes of models or relationships, like different types of relationships, those wallflower relationships, the relationships that just look different and show a more realistic picture of just different types of relationships and how that works for different people and different personality types and, and different things like that. So Yes, to your point, I don't think that there's this one standard. It's like if your relationship doesn't look like this or function in this way or have this passion or have this type of romance or different things like that, that it's not something's wrong or something's not, you know, flowing and and different things like that. So definitely different types of relationship that are just as great and, and would be more fulfilling to that person and their life than maybe a different standard or view of a relationship. No, I think that is great advice and a great point that no relationship should be measured off of anyone else's standard other than maybe kind of the few standards of a healthy relationship, just honesty, loyalty, you know, just the basics. If if your relationship displays that and a lot of that and it is exactly everything that you want it to be and if it's not that you're working in that direction, then that's something to be to be happy with and to be proud of, you know? I agree. I think there are those foundational relationship necessities that are unwavering in every relationship that, that should be there. Like you said, loyalty, honesty communication and you know things like that but then maybe the other parts of it just look completely different and as you said comparison is the thief of joy so it's just it's just definitely something you should never um, fall into because you can look at something or someone's relationship and think oh I want mine to be like that or why doesn't mine look like that? And at the end of the day, there's probably so many other people that are looking at your relationship thinking that. So it's just not just being happy and making the best of you and your relationship and what you have and finding fulfillment and joy in that and just not comparing to other other people and other people's relationships. For sure. You said it very well. Well, thank you. And if you ever hear Kemper say, at the end of the day, <laughs> that means it's wrap-up time. <laughs> I actually have said that um, at the beginning mid-episode <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, I thought it was but like, it's almost like, at the end of the day, this is our answer to the question. It makes me feel. It does, it's no like, 
weird sign we have or whatever. But it's just like, it makes me feel at the end of the day, this is how we feel about it. And we're headed out. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. No, I think (laughs) there's only one great way to find out, like, if you are with the one. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like this is about to be something (laughs) not serious. Proceed. You're good at reading people (laughs) (laughs) and me, especially. Um, we got to play the game, the word game. Oh, again? Yeah. Okay. We got to do it. I feel like, and just try this with your, uh, sig other to see if, um, if you're the one, if you're soulmates. Okay. Okay. But this one, so here's how the game works. We played it one time before. We say one, two, three, or three, two, one, and we both say random words, completely unplanned random words. Then you just one word or a person, place, thing, idea, something like that. And then you take a beat and then you say three, two, one again and you try to match the words. You try The goal is to say the same exact word in the fewest rounds as possible. So you try to find a common word between the two different words that you had previously said to, to say the same word. Yes. All right. Are you the one? <laughs> I hope so. I'm thinking of a completely random word. Um, I don't have mine yet. Let me think. What if we say the same exact word on the first round? That would prove it. That would be crazy. Because so tr- I, I don't even have mine yet. Think about a random word. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Okay. I feel like my, what, I'm gonna, what I'm thinking is going to end up being hard for us to match on. But let's do it. All right. Three. Two, one, fitness. Pickle. Fitness and pickle. Three, two, one, pickleball. Oh man, yours that was that was really a good one. Sodium's good. But now we have pickleball <laughs> and sodium. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Three, two, one, power aid. Crap. Oh, Powerade and sweat, that's pretty much the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, Kim. All right, I got I got one. Me too. Okay. Three, two, one. Hydration. Commercial. I was thinking about the sweating Powerade commercial. <laughs> right. And you were thinking about hydration and commercial. <laughs> I have no clue. This is round five. This is bad proof. Bad evidence. We're on commercial and hydration. <sighs> Three. Wait, hold on. Okay. Do you have something? Sure. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, was that a squirrel? I have no clue. Uh, I think it was. What? Oh, it is. It's right there. Yeah, it was it's so on close. The deck. I know. Okay. Okay. Now what word are you thinking of? <laughs> okay. Okay. Commercial and hydration. Okay. Three, two, one. Tennis. Squirrel. What? I thought we were going to go squirrel because you saw the squirrel. And I was like, now what word are you thinking of? I think we should end this before it gets worse. Sorry, guys. Squirrel and tennis. Yeah. No, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. We lost. I I don't know if you can lose that game, but we both just lost. Oh, man. With that one, we're about to go work on the nursery a little bit. We had our baby shower this past weekend. And it was awesome getting to celebrate with our friends and family and they were so kind and got us so much amazing stuff but now we have to figure out where to put it all and get it all organized and everything so 
that's probably what we'll be doing for the rest of the day. Yeah, I gotta go figure out how to hang that wallpaper. Oh yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, lots of DIY going on. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, this was a fun topic. And always interested to know your guys' thoughts. You can DM us on Instagram, Better Half JK, and let us know any topics you want to hear us talk about. For sure. We'll see you guys in a week. Toodles. Bye.